Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Very busy weekend for Arkansas football in particular with several visits, including one commitment over the weekend. Yeah, Ian Jaffard, uh, 6'6", 350 pounds. I don't make him much bigger than this kid. Um, he's listed as a two-way lineman, uh, but Arkansas likes him at defensive tackle. That's where he'll start out at Arkansas. Uh, for a while, it looked like Auburn would be the pick for him, and, you know, that's kind of even was a sentiment, you know, after he left uh, and then – Lo and behold, he, he sets an announcement for 5 o'clock and, yeah, is, uh, is all on board. So that's, uh, that's a nice pickup there, 6'6", 350. Um, and Danny actually just put out the big red board for defensive tackles just to kind of kind of clarify where things stand now with, with some resetting. And uh, he really thinks Marcus Deal, another big kid, 6'4", 290, uh, has a good chance at landing in Arkansas. He's very, very highly ranked as a four-star prospect, um, number uh, number 57 prospect in the country on 24-7 sports. So Danny likes him a lot. So looks like defensive tackle recruiting could be looking up, and that's obviously something that we've been talking about for a while because Arkansas has had a real lack of continuity at the defensive line uh, with the coaching position there. It's just every year for the, like the last four or five years they've, they've had a new defensive line coach. Uh, Steven Johnson is another guy he likes. And then Caden McDonald, I think, is another one that uh, is a guy to keep an eye on, uh, also out of Georgia. All the three of these guys are out of Georgia, one out of Texas with Marcus Deal. So, um, yeah, and Danny's got tons of write-ups on, on all the uh, – all the kids. You you probably weren't even ar- talking about him. You were probably talking about Ford, right, Randy? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sitting here listening to you, and I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, no, Trey, that's yeah. not what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah well, that's and, old news. That happened yeah, yesterday. Because, because I'm <laughs> yes. thinking with the big guy, he mm-hmm. made it sound like he was going to still take a trip to Mississippi, yeah. official to Mississippi State, and mm-hmm. he kind of thought, or the way he implied, that it was even between Arkansas and Auburn. Uh, mm-hmm. He had thought about making his decision known by December, then maybe as early as October. And when you started talking, I'm like, wait a minute, this this kid still got he's he's got too much to do to be what Trey's talking about of having made a commitment to Arkansas. Because yeah, as I've said before, I always make my last circle through my for my show prep the last one I always look at just because a situation's like this is a so-called last-minute announcement or something like that. No, I didn't expect this. You caught yeah. me totally off off guard. Well, so let's go back to what you did expect. Christian Ford, <laughs> six foot, 185-pound safety out of McKinney, Texas, who committed yesterday. Um, he has actually not been ranked yet on 24-7 sports. That's obviously coming. He has offers from Arizona, Arizona State, uh, Illinois, Nebraska, Minnesota, uh, Washington State, several others. So he's he's got the offer list. He just has not been ranked yet. Danny says he thinks he could end up at, at safety or cornerback. 
uh, but out of McKinney, Texas. So uh, that brings Arkansas, I think he brought them to 13, and uh, Jafar brings them to 14. Uh, and that's that's all of them right now. But uh, obviously this is a this is quite a busy time for recruiting with official visits and, and um, of course, camp season as well. Now Danny is showing Ian Jaffard. Is that how you say his name, Jaffard? I, I believe so. Okay, got him with the uh, with the defensive tackles. Mm-hmm. Yet many are suspecting that he'll end up on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, yeah. Arkansas likes him at defensive tackle. That's the plan. That's the angle that they've used with recruiting him. Is that uh, they're going to use him at defensive tackle and then and then go from there. Um, you know, so as we know, Arkansas has has really struggled recruiting defensive tackles out of the high school ranks. They just they just have. You know, Nico is is on the hill now. I think he'll end up at defensive tackle. He's a, he's a good one, Cameron Ball. But it's just not enough. You know, they you know they want to run some more four man front. They're just not able to do that. Uh, so they have to have to make sure that they do well here. And I'll, I'll say this too. Arkansas has recruited some guys that are maybe even highly more highly recruited than this guy that uh, you know I would say probably more on the undersized six foot six one five eleven even with like Enoch Jackson Solomon Wright um, who just weren't big enough or weren't fast enough to make up for their lack of size at this level um, so for me I take 6'6", 350, and it, it kind of, you know, feels like maybe a different approach. This guy's not like – he's not a four-star recruit. He's he's well-regarded. Obviously, he had offers from, you know, from Auburn and, and, and several others. But let's see. Let's look at the offer list real quick. I've got it here in front of me. Arkansas, Auburn, Minnesota, Mississippi State, Texas, North Carolina. So he had some good options out there. Uh, but not as highly regarded as, as some of the other guys. He's a uh, 86 overall, so he's listed as the number 68 overall prospect in the state of Georgia. To me, Arkansas has done a really good job in Georgia evaluating the talent, the guys that have come in here. We've t- certainly talked a little about you know, last year's class. All those guys panned out or have the looks of guys that are going to pan out. And, um, again, 6'6", 350, you can, you can do a lot with that. And if it doesn't work out on the defensive line, then – uh, you've got another big offensive lineman. That's right. Yeah, I printed out the story. Massive lineman. Jafard impressed with Arkansas visit. Man, I was, you know, <laughs> I was going to bring him up, have you talk mm-hmm. about him. Now we're talking about a commitment, so Amazing. that makes yep. it even better. Things happen fast. Uh, Trey, this was uh, actually from last week, late last week. Uh, but the NCAA recommends transfer portal windows yeah and they have not gotten to the point to where uh, they have not reached a point where they're ready to totally identify those windows uh but at least i think it's headed in a direction that uh, i think you'll be happy with seems like every time that happens they end up passing <laughs> you know whenever there's a recommendation from them they end up uh, following through on that that's definitely something that sam Pittman has been a big proponent of i've heard him talk about it I mean, I guess I hear everything that Sam Pittman says, but uh, certainly heard him talk about it more than anybody that I can think of. Um, and he's been he's been saying that for a while now. So if he wants it, then there's probably a reason for that. And I, I, I think that I think it's probably better for the sport too, and and better for coaches too, because you have to basically have somebody 
sitting there <laughs> on the transfer portal, just hitting, what is it, F5, 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 or is it F, yeah, F5, I think is a refresh button. Uh, just hitting that button over and over and over and over again uh, to make sure that you're first. And, and now it gives you a little bit more of an opportunity to take a break here and there. And I'll be honest, it's it's got to be taxing on these coaches. I know it's taxing on Danny and Curtis for, you know, football and basketball uh, because this stuff happens all the time where, where players pop up in there. So um, let's narrow it down. Let's take it out <laughs> – I would say let's take it out of the season. Season's not the time to transfer, so let's remove the transfer portal during the season. Let's stop this voluntarily redshirting yourself after four games and quitting on your team right in the middle of the season. If you want to transfer, then transfer when the season's over. You know, that's that's the appropriate time to do it. So I hope under this consideration they will uh, they'll put an end to that. That four-game redshirt rule was there. It was put in place so freshmen could play or and you didn't have to burn their red shirt when you're you know have injuries and stuff like that pop up you can still play them four games get them some experience but also if you needed them you didn't have to just burn their whole red shirt over a game or two and it's been applied to guys that want to transfer after four games they don't like their playing time or something like that and they they decide to red shirt themselves and, and just quit i've just never been a big fan of that um I don't care if it's somebody that's going to Arkansas or not. I just I don't like it, and so hopefully they'll they'll implement that with with this portal window. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. J.K. says, question for Trey: Did the wide receiver out of El Dorado commit to Arkansas State? I saw that Danny had a crystal ball in for Arkansas. Yes, he I did. Com- yes, he did commit to Arkansas right? State. Saw it in the paper today. And DeAndre Burns, something like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that answered that. Uh, Larry says, "Please ask Trey when the rest of the 2022 class will be on campus." Notice Isaiah Satania, Kudus. Mbeki and others haven't enrolled yet. I think everybody's on campus. As I know far as I know, everybody's is. on campus. Yeah. And I think you talked about Cutis the other day. Yeah, there I were eight know. guys yeah. left, I think, and I believe everybody's everybody for basketball's on board. Everybody's for football's on board. Uh, trend. Diamond Hogs. By the way, Randy, CWS stands for College World Series, buddy. Hmm, okay. Just I learned something. Uh, Pryor says, Gold Glove. College Gold Gloves have been around since 2007. Wow. No previous Hog winners. Really? But Paxton Wallace, Caden's brother, won it at third base for Wichita State last hmm. year. Well, I guess because Arkansas has never had one that won, that's why we didn't know anything about it. And you happen to get a release that there are two candidates from Arkansas, or else we still wouldn't have known anything about it. I had no idea they have given college gold gloves. I wonder if they get – do they get a Rawlings gold glove like uh, the major leaguers do? Because that's, that's about as nice a trophy as a baseball player can yeah, get. Yeah, you think so. Yeah. 
And then Trey, another question for you from Eric. Says, Trey, where do you rank Dave Van Horn on the list of greatest college baseball coaches of all time? The GOAT, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a baseball expert. I don't. I couldn't tell you. I, I know that, uh, in my opinion, Arkansas fans should feel very lucky to have a guy like Dave Van Horn and really all these coaches on staff. I've, I mean, I think it's probably the, the best trio of coaches that Arkansas has ever had at one time. Well, I know one of the greatest of all time down in Florida State. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got, Rick? Let's see. Eddie Sutton, Lou Holtz, and Norm DeBryan, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Is Eddie Pippen Sutton, in the Hall of Fame Lou yet? Holtz, Norm DeBryan. They're all in the okay. Hall of Fame. Is, is Sam Pippen I'll give in the you Hall that. of Fame yet? Eric Musselman in the Hall of Fame yet? He will be. <laughs> I, I don't know. Dave Van Horn hey, will be, look. too. Look, I I love this coaching. And I'll give staff. you John McDonald too, also on that. Yeah, so. he was there at the same time. So <laughs> I, I love this coaching. Well, Dave's staff. in the Arkansas I've, Sports Hall of Fame. Does that count? I, I, I appreciate what you say, Trey, but I'm not mm-hmm. going. I'm not going to let you get away with that. I'm with you. I'm with no. you. You can you no. can make a good uh, a very strong case, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There have been some other good staff. Eddie Sutton too. has a Final Four appearance at Arkansas, yeah. obviously, yeah. and. Um, Norman Musselman's really good, but he hadn't, he hadn't equaled Nolan Richardson yet. So, but he's really right. good, and he may well, it's, before it's he's over. He's in trouble though, according to Stan, though, because he'll never win, right? The yeah, national he'll championship. Never win. Hey, if he hasn't equaled Nolan up, yet, but who all? So who all? Well, nobody were has. the coaches with Nolan. Well, let's see. They never. Now, Ken Hatfield was with him for a while. And Ken, Ken, yeah. Ken is, I don't know that he's a college football Hall of Famer. He probably should be when you look at his college record, not just at Arkansas, but other places, plus how he was as a player. Yeah. He could be. And then uh, Norman O'Brien was the baseball coach, so he was still there, and John McDonald was still the track coach. So that's a pretty All good right. group. Yeah. Let's just say it's a really good group of coaches. It's a really good group, Trey. <laughs> You're exactly right. This is one <laughs> heck of a group. I would agree with you. Survey says. Um, it's the best group of coaches that have been doing it in the 20 years that i've been covering the team there hey now that is a fair deal that's a good that's a good statement good for you well you think about it i mean football bowl game uh very nice bowl game basketball final uh, elite eight yeah and uh here you are now with baseball they made the elite eight Lou Holtz won the Orange Bowl, and Eddie Sutton went to the Final Four in the same year. So let's, you know, the Orange Bowl was bigger than the Outback Bowl, and the Final Four is better than the Elite Eight. It is. Yeah. Good points, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give him so easy, Trey. It's no fair. I'm not incapable of changing my mind or being proven wrong. No, no, no. Hey, but he's right. These guys, I got to tell you, and I've brought up several times when we took that group picture in, I don't know, 79 or 80. And there you got, you know, of course, Coach Broyles was the athletic director. He's a Hall of Famer. And you got the three we've just mentioned, plus John McDonald. The tennis coach was a guy named Tom Pucci, who was really, really good. Steve Loy was the golf coach, who later went and uh, was Phil Mickelson's manager when Phil was highly respected and good. And, uh, and, we had, and, and there was a swimming coach. <laughs> Well, he's kind of in the bad news these days. But and then there's yeah. there was Sam Freeze was the swimming coach when it was back, and they still had swimming, and he was really good too. So now these were men's coaches. Now if you look at the total staff, and you had the women's coaches now, 
Uh, yeah. you know, I'd have a hard time arguing that because women's athletics was still in its fledgling stages back then. But now you had the softball coach, the soccer coach, the volleyball coach, the women's golf coach, who's absolutely fantastic. Gymnastics. Basketball, mm-hmm. gymnastics, yeah. So if you take the total staff, you could make that argument, Trey. How's that? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> It's okay. terrible, to have, terrible to have a bunch of old codgers on the show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this, I'm going to change gears for you, Trey. Please uh, do. This is okay. from uh, our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. I think it's supposed to be Major League. I'm not sure. DBU with Coach Bowman on board. Don't be surprised if you start seeing more four- and five-star defensive back commits. I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee and have been following him for a while now. He's one of the best in the game today. Ooh, I like Boatman. I like what I've seen from him so far. Uh, we have not had a chance to really talk with him, I guess. But uh, he he has a good energy about him. And I will say, like, just watching him out there interacting with the players and stuff, Seems like a guy that would be really personable. Seems like a guy that would be a really good recruiter. And bottom line is Sam Pittman is not going to hire anybody unless he thinks they can recruit. And he's got a pretty good recruiting staff. I'm not going to say it's the best recruiting staff ever that Arkansas has had. I'm not going to argue now. I can't argue that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get into that. Rick no. may pull no. something out, but well, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good recruiting staff yeah, that they've right. got on right now. And, and, back and, then, and Bowman, I think, is going to be part of that. Back then, it was hard, Trey, to, to figure that out because there was there yeah. were no recruiting ratings or anything like that in the 70s or even the 80s. And I mean, you can go on 24-7 sports and see the teams that are recruiting an athlete, and next to them is the primary recruiter, and then underneath that is their secondary recruiter. So you can see, you know, who to attribute the guy's recruitment to also. So, wow. yeah, a lot, a lot more details. Let's uh... – we scared Randy off, Trey. He paused. He didn't know what to say. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be cautious what I say. I don't want to get uh, contradicted here. Uh, oh, let's gosh. talk to Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yo, Tim. That Arkansas would not make it to the eight in the baseball. No, what? What's that? What'd you say? We just had to start over, Tim. Make it to the eight in the in the baseball. Who said that? Elite Eight. Oh, Wasn't that well, you that said that, Rick? No. That was, when, that, when they were playing pretty bad there for a while? Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that was Rick. I think he's wrong. I had to come rescue Trey. I usually say things like it's going to be difficult, but I never say they're not going to. Jeez. Wow. Boy, but Trey, I, you I'm got a friend wrong, down there. Because, I mean, I love that game last night. <laughs> The game Saturday, it was something. The game Saturday I, was I hope, great. hope we all yeah. love the game tonight. Won't that be good? Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. That'll be the another best chance game to ever. beat Ole Miss. But, yeah, um, I had to get on and rescue Trey. He was picking on him pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> he got me. He was right. I'm sorry. And Randy sorry. was scared to say anything. That'd be, that'd be nice. I didn't want to get my head bit off, Tim. <laughs> if I wasn't nice about it, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to. I think you were Trey as nice is, as always. And it was racist back there just being quiet. 
Hey, look, Trey, Trey Biddy got the <laughs> Dang, ultimate Rick, compliment. Dang, Rick, you must have a big thing over all them. <laughs> no, Trey Biddy got the ultimate compliment Friday when Tommy Smith just talked about how great he was. And when when you get a compliment yeah. like that from Tommy, that was yeah, that's a that pretty was big a good, deal. That was, that was a lot. Yeah, I really him. appreciated that from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially. That was a good thing with Tommy the other day. Yeah, but well, hey, I was uh, thrilled he was able to do it because we we were afraid. He I remember, and I remember him when I was Niagara Falls. That, I was in that, my teens, I think, when he was on the radio. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, yeah, I was. I remember. In, that's what I told. Him. I remember seventh. I was in seventh grade listening to him on the radio, DJ. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, I love the show. I've been, just been listening to y'all lately because I've been a little under the weather. Oh, well, sorry game. for that. Sorry for that. But I'm doing a little bit better. Damn! Well, thank you. you. I hope after later tonight you'll be doing a lot better. How's that? We're out of time. That's yeah. it for today. Coming up next, Arkansas Razorback Baseball. Yep. Let's do it. For Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater, along with Trey Beatty of hogsports.com.